begin with a drum set. Listen for an explosive live sound. The snare should be crisp and the cymbals should ring. Aurora. News, weather, and really cool interviews. 
Monday through Friday from 8 to 9 a.m. Good morning, Aurora, the Second Artist City's first daily news podcast. We have a, we have a, we have a, a part four. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. We have a part four for one of our guests. We have a part two for another one of our guests. We have a part one for another one of our guests. We have a great day today. Um, it's humid outside. Very nice though. But as our guest uh, Terry says, this ain't no Texas humidity. So I think we gotta, <laughs> We just got to deal with that. Good morning, everybody. Uh, good to see all you folks. Hit the claps, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. today with the Human Library of the Fox Valley. All right. Um, so what we're going to do is, what we typically do, we'll let you, um, all three of you, say a little bit about yourself, introduce yourselves, and then we'll get into what the Human Library is. We'll start with you. Uh, my name is Teal, and I have been with the Human Library since 2016, I want to say. Okay. Uh, I've been there since the outset, really, since since our uh, the founder of our chapter started looking for books. Okay. Uh, was, uh, yeah. All right. Uh, I'm Terry, um, and I have been with the Human Library for a hot minute. <laughs> uh, a hot minute. <laughs> like weeks? <laughs> yeah, so weeks. So this is, uh, it's kind of pretty new to me as well. So I don't, I don't have any practical experience just yet. Okay. But you have dedication, absolutely, and you're here and part of the team. But sometimes yeah. that's uh, that's all it takes, yeah. right? Um, and yourself, and I'm Victoria Maldonado. Um, I've been with the library since 2016 as well. Um, was, it, was it was was it the same year or was it the year after? I don't know. I, but it was pretty. It was like a few months in. So, um, but yeah, Teal was the first book that I read, and then um, I was so fascinated by it, so I became a book. And then just recently, I was made president. Yeah. And um, so yeah, so now I'm running it and uh, trying to trying to spread the word. Okay. Yeah. Um, now it started in 2016, but before we get into the 2016 part, what exactly is the Human Library? Yeah. So the Human Library was actually started in Denmark by Ronnie Abergell. I think that's how you say his name. And it is um, it basically a way to help people unjudge someone. Because we're always um, judging people based on, oh, I don't know what that means, or I don't know what that is. Um, and so, like, if somebody has a, a certain disorder or just different stuff in their background, whatever it is, but people tend to judge. So this is an opportunity um, to stop that judgment by getting to know the people behind those labels. Um, and so this, the idea is that everyone is a book 
or pe- where, where people are books and where books and are people and reading is a conversation. There you it's go. The oh, I shirt. like that. Yeah, books <laughs> are people and reading is a conversation. It's right on the back of my shirt. Yeah, that's true. Books are people and reading is a conversation. Yeah. Very cool. When the camera comes on, we can check that out. Yeah. yeah. I got about four more minutes. Yeah. We bring All that right. camera on for you. All right. Um, so I like that concept. And we try, all of us would like to not be judged. Mm-hmm. It doesn't feel good to be judged. So before we get into a little bit more of the mechanics of it, why do we think people judge? Why is that? We may not be able to solve the case today in the time that we have, but why is that? Well, it's just a lack of understanding. Yeah. Fear. Yeah. Yes. Fear. Yeah. Yeah. The lack, not yes, knowing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you you only have um, your own perspective, right. and when you're you don't get to meet a lot of different people, you tend to just define them by your own set of experiences. Right. And so when you suddenly meet somebody who is very different from you, yeah, it's lack of understanding and mm-hmm. and fear totally. Yeah. So it started in Denmark mm-hmm. in 2016. No, uh, about 20 years oh, ago. Excuse me. Okay. Yeah. It just, um, our chapter started in 2016. Ah, okay. Now, the founder, um, that was his uh, desire, too, to break down judgment? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah, you know more about that. It started in Denmark about 20 years ago in response to a hate crime. So, Ronnie Mm -hmm. and probably, I think some other people Mm -hmm. um, uh, started started it i don't mm-hmm. remember you'd have to you'd have to ask him yeah okay. <laughs> yeah but yeah but he still runs the international organization yeah. and offers us support um in various ways yeah and then, i'm also with the on with the larger uh human library when where we do online events okay uh mostly through zoom uh we do corporate events um public events um, and the the pandemic has actually been a huge boon for the human library because it was the push we needed to go online and expand our reach massively. Mm-hmm. I have met books from I have met books and readers from all around the world uh, through the human library. I know people in California, Indiana, New York. I've met readers from Macedonia uh, through the Human Library. That was an incredible experience. I've met a huge, huge number of just very interesting people. Um, I like how you referred to me. You said, I've met books. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're looking at people as books now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you have to read it. No, I like that. I, 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 I think that's... Uh, yeah. Think well, that's we all, I, no matter what our title is, we all identify as a book, as an open book. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and the people who read us are our readers. Okay. Um, so when it comes to, so what's the steps of getting involved? I mean, there's a, there's a lot of ways to get involved, okay. and I, that's definitely something we want to talk about. I mean, I'm always looking for books, so anyone who is willing and open to tell a facet of their story, whatever it is. And we have stories that run the gamut of topics. Um, but yeah, so we're looking for books, um, and they can contact us through the website, which is humanlibraryofthefoxvalley.org. Yeah. Long. 
Um, but yeah, we're also looking for just volunteers, people who just want to support the initiative. If they're not feeling comfortable telling their own story, they can at least take care of the other books at events yeah. and help set up. And yeah, take being, down, a being a librarian. Being a librarian. And then, yeah, we're also looking for people that want to host us for an event, like yeah. any local businesses or festivals or anything like that, um, libraries. I mean, we, we love going into venues as part of a, a bigger event or just as ourselves. Um, and yeah, but it's it's a b ability to have one-on-one -on -one conversations, but there's a ton of ways to get involved. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And really, the the defining characteristic of a book is to be able to unjudge yourself, because your readers are going to come in not knowing anything about you generally, and they're going to ask those difficult questions that in any other context might be difficult to answer. Those, those questions about stereotypes, about hurtful judgments, they're going to ask about difficult experiences for you. Mm -hmm. um, and you've got to be able to not get defensive. I, it's, I've had those, those times where someone will mention something about um, uh, stereotypes about my title or um, groups that are hateful towards me um, and um, yeah. so yeah no it is we, and we as as librarians and also as other books we try to we our goal is to protect the books yeah. from situations like that but yeah, yeah that's what we just tell yeah. people who people are readers, ask these things yeah. in good faith oh they do mm -hmm. but you know it's like you got to remember that these are people coming to you to learn. Yeah, absolutely. But I, honestly, I think one of the things that is a real protective factor for the human library is the community that we develop as books and librarians and as an organization because these are some of my best friends. This is, I mean, this is absolutely my heart. So knowing that I've got people in my corner um, really helps to deal with those things and, you know, to be able to open up and tell my story. Yeah. It's a good way to look at it uh, in the way that we talk about it with books because I'm thinking about, to like how you talk about it, <laughs> I'm thinking about like books you care about, mm -hmm. right? You want to make sure that book is good. Put it at the top of the shelf, make sure it doesn't, the pages don't get Mm -hmm. no. Yeah. And, and when we have readers, that's what we just we ask them to just respect the book. I mean, re like return, return the book in the manner that you took it out. Be kind, please rewind. Be kind, please rewind. But yeah, but I mean, because we're we're being open with our stories, and yeah. so and we are welcoming the questions. Yeah. Um, and and it's the ability to like put a a real human twist on a on a stereotype or a judgment. Yeah, a real human face to those mm -hmm. things. You know, when you see the headlines. You know, you see things about trans rights or autism or LGBT, all that stuff. You don't see the humans. Mm -hmm. You don't see the, pe the real people. So the idea is that the next time you see that headline, you see the book that you talk to. And that's a real person that is affected by those things happening. Mm -hmm. And you think, wow, I hope... So-and-so is okay. Um, so, uh, Teal, sticking with that, let's talk about your first book. And am I 
doing that correctly? So, title? Uh, so title. You, yeah. Okay. Yeah, my, my title. All right. <laughs> so my title, and of course, spoiler alert, but it works in, in person because... Here we go. Uh, I am autistic. My title is autism or autism spectrum disorder, depending on my mood. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, um, um, so I talk about um, how I, what I grew up with, how I was diagnosed, um, what I deal with day to day, um, uh, the, I mean, that's pretty much... There's a lot in that. <laughs> yeah, I have a lot of chapters. It really depends. Okay. You know, it's not one um, continuous story for me. You know, it's I do a lot of, um, like, a lot of the basics. We have a lot. We have several uh, autistic books in the wider human library. Um, my role tends to be the, uh, I tend to lean towards, well, what is autism? Like, you know, what... What is it? Because, you know, we just passed Autism Awareness Month, and, um, you know, my goal is to try to get people, you know, from uh, awareness to, uh, and through acceptance to advocacy and and true understanding, so. Awesome. Victoria, what's your book? I have two. Um, <laughs> there's funny stories around the one of them, but... Um, one is um, because when, right when I joined the human library, I had just come to faith, um, but I was an atheist that had turned into a Christ follower. So it's the title is Atheist Turned Christ Follower, but that is quite hilarious because when I became a book, everybody in the human library was literally scared of me because <laughs> um, they because they think Christian, judgmental, blah blah blah. Yeah, and well, I it, was a pagan at the yeah. I, exactly. I mean, I'm still pagan, we but we kind of talked about that at the new at the new way. Yeah, Church, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so, but um, but that was really funny because it was an event in Batavia when I was the fir first time I was a book, and I mean, everybody was really nervous with me there, <laughs> but then after the event, we all went out to dinner, and I got oh, to yeah. share my story, and then yeah. they all realized, oh, we've been judging. <laughs> and <laughs> and anyways, I think that's the most amazing thing is I have learned mm -hmm. to let go of judgments about those kinds of things. Well, we're all human. It's, yeah. it's going to happen. Yeah. It, it's, it says more about... The person doing the judging, mm -hmm. yeah, than it does about the person being judged. Yeah. You know, I think, and I even let I even let go of that because it is human nature to judge. Mm -hmm. It is what keeps us safe. You know, it. But it's <coughs> we have to remember to let go of those things when we realize that we are safe. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. You know, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Terry, tell us about your book or books. Books. books, books. <laughs> she, she, Terry's a library. <laughs> Yeah, um, so <laughs> this is uh, funny because Victoria and I have talked about this, is that I my titles are complicated. <laughs> and so they all have subtitles. And and it's, it's because a lot of experiences, at least in my life, and probably most people's is, is that if you have one experience, uh, say, for example, you know, I, I did time in prison in Texas, so that's, you know, a part of my story. But then that also intertwines with a heroin addiction, right. you know, which also intertwines with homelessness, you know, all those kinds of things, which are all titles in themselves, but they all intersect, uh, you know, and so uh, it's, it's all different stuff, but it's all a part of the same story. Mm -hmm. What's the, so which of the two judgments do we think has a bigger impact? 
And I use that phrase specifically. Is it the outside judgment from the people who are just doing that? Or is it the, as you said, Teal, uh, unjudging yourself? Is it the internal? Which of the two is the hmm. bigger, bigger issue? Would you, would, you know, I you think the self-judgment <laughs> comes from the outer judgment. Okay. And I think yeah. that's where it originates when yeah. we're kids. Yeah. And we the learn we to be judgmental towards others and towards ourselves. Okay. And part of being a book is is like you were saying, it's it's getting through your own judgments and self judgments. And so it is therapeutic to the books themselves. Oh gosh, the more you so tell your much. story, the more comfortable you can become with it. Yeah. And um and that helps you gain perspective on your own story and that helps others, I think, yeah. learn about, you know, dispelling judgments. Yeah. yeah. I I have definitely learned a little bit about public speaking from uh, from doing this. You know, the the one on one and one on a few uh, is definitely like it can be challenging for me at being autistic. Um, but you know, the I get into a rhythm. I get into a rhythm with it, and um, you know, I, I answer a lot of the same questions over and over. Answer them in the same way. Um, so it's. I've gotten very comfortable and, you know, I, I talk, I, I tell people, you know, I do advocacy work um, doing this, you know, I, I. And over the years, I, I've seen you grow so much and I love that. It's aww, so you're so sweet. Okay. Hit the class. <laughs> Yay! Yay! <laughs> Um, so the time is now 8.19 a.m. Um, we are going to go to a commercial for some local news, but we want to say hi to some of our dear friends out there. Jennifer Ryan Mason. It feels weird having you in the studio <laughs> as opposed to reading your name in the, in, the, um, in the chat. Cindy Morales, John Schomer, Leo Zarco, and Judge Renee Cruz. Judge Renee Cruz was on the show yesterday for a special episode and interview, and it was a great discussion and conversation. Uh, Judge Cruz is running for Illinois Supreme Court, mm -hmm. so we wish him the very best of luck. Norma Peterson's here. Jo uh, Josie Mendoza-Geller says, we're still in the middle of nowhere. Kind of cool, though. Have a great day. I think they're somewhere in the middle of Illinois awesome. in some miscellaneous county somewhere with one bar on the phone, but one they're still tuning in. Still tuning in. Um, and Maria Chirito, good morning. Okie dokie. Uh, Maria, take us to a commercial, please. Good morning, everyone. Here are your local headlines for today. Real people, real stories, real news, 100% Aurora. So don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel and stay up to date on all of our content. There you can watch our interviews and receive notifications when we go live. I will go ahead and put the link on the chat. June 3rd will be a fun day of community sing-alongs and coffee. Artists Levy and Zoe will be performing at Java Plus from 6 to 8.30 p.m. And this event is open to the public. Come out and enjoy a show of wonderful in, in a wonderful community space. National Night Out is coming up, ladies and gentlemen. Get ready. This beloved event returns August 2nd from 6 to 8.30 p.m., community, family, law enforcement, entertainment, and so much more. If you live in King County, get ready to have a lot of fun. Shout out to King County Sheriff's Office and all of our community partners. July 8th is the Community Resource Fair 
taking place at 1022 North Farnsworth Avenue. There will be music, raffles, live entertainment, and more. This event is being held with many local agencies who will provide the public with resources and information of local services. This will be held at 9 a.m. to 12 noon, and this event is free and open to the public. Right. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, it's free and open to the public. Thank you very much for that news, Maria. Uh, also, Michael Rayford's here. Good morning, Michael Rayford. And Josue Pais is here. Mm -hmm. Josue Pais is an interesting person. Let me tell you a little bit about him. He DJs under the moniker DJ Venom. Mm -hmm. He also does dog grooming. And the mm -hmm. best place to get your puppy uh, groomed is Harry Beast Dog Parlor. You, if Fluffy needs to get her hair did, you can take her there and she'll bark with absolute happiness. So that's another piece of news for you. Now, before we come back and talk to Human Library of Fox River Valley, I have to tell you a couple more things going on uh, for Pride Month coming up here, too. Uh, the food truck court returns from 5 to 9 p.m. at Water Street Square across from City Hall with Grumpy Gaucho, Tapville, Holy Pierogi, Home Run Hot Dogs and Lemonade, Harvey's Firebox, and Snow Hone sisters absolutely wonderful uh fried pride month and 95 years of the cosmopolitan club of aurora are going to be celebrated on june 3rd mm. how about that um also listen to this this is for all you old school people out there just like me at 105 east galena is a place called super jumbo they will host a video 20xx release from 9 5 to 9 p.m the line features low-quality video aesthetic clothing featuring nostalgic VP, VHS, vaporware, and abstract glitch motifs. You know, it's interesting. All of the, who knew that all of the clothes that we gave away all these years, <laughs> all the clothes we couldn't fit would now be resold for 50 bucks, and that VH, the VCR that we gave away, who knows when, it's now I still have a box of VHS tapes in my basement. I, I still have I got some tapes. Okay, so we're still here. Yeah. We, <laughs> I don't have anything to play All right. Um, and also, last but not least, you guys, Offbeat uh, Thrift and Vintage 14 West Downer Place will host Cindy Fonseca, The Stages of 30, a solo exhibition that features the different stages of artistic style and the journey it took to get there 5 to 9 p.m. The time is 8.31 a.m. Okay. So, um, we talked about books. So, and you mentioned uh, that your public speaking has gotten better. So what is the average length of time for a book and for a presentation? When you speak, how long is it for? It's always 30 minutes. Okay. Uh, it's 30 minutes uh, to ask, you know, whatever questions, uh, whatever questions you want. Okay. Um, and yeah. the, bo the book kind of um, guides the structure of that 30 minutes. The book can... Um, just well, launch into their story, or it could be a, a dialogue. I yeah, mean, it really depends. Well, on, we want you know. the readers to drive, to drive the 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 session. Mm -hmm. You know, we want them to ask lots of questions. Mm -hmm. You know, it's it's not meant for the book to get up on their soapbox and and just talk. Gotcha. You know, it is meant to be a conversation. Gotcha. So yeah, uh, you just you start by just giving a little bit about your story, yeah, and then like you invite questions. Seconds of, and, yeah, I do like a thirty second intro, and then. Boom, questions. And usually that intro is enough to to get people uh, asking questions. Mm -hmm. and okay. Now, 
uh, the team currently meets online for all the participants, or do you guys have meetings? Um, we don't really have meetings. Um, we kind of have some people that are helping organize it. Okay. Um, but yeah, we're looking for events. We're looking for places to be. Um, we're in talks with some libraries and just some venues around Aurora just to try to get us in. Um, but yeah, I mean, we, we love invitations. <laughs> like we'll, we'll make it happen. And we're all volunteers and it's, we're a nonprofit. So um, we just uh, do this just because we think it's really a fascinating scenario. Um, so yeah, we don't have any kind of regular meeting schedule or anything like that. Right. It's just we're open to coming to places and having those conversations. I still think we should meet regularly we just should. to be able to reconnect and yeah. everything. So let's do it. <laughs> See that? Just like that, ladies and gentlemen, made it happen right here. Um, I've been saying so, that. So um, with that being said, then when it comes to the, the places that you guys would like to speak, uh, libraries are ideal. Mm -hmm. um, uh, if we come across anybody who's looking for speakers, we yeah. definitely put you in contact with that. Yeah. Um, when Do you meet people who have or feel like they have a story that's not being told or that they are a book and it's not? And like, are you able to... I kind of sense like there's a therapeutic aspect to it. A little bit. Okay. I mean, we're not, we're not meant to be... Therapy, but I think I I think a lot of people find it therapeutic. Okay. To be a, a a lot of times, I think people come to us looking for answers. They're looking for someone to talk to. That there is some, especially in in-person events, they're looking for someone to talk to when. Because <laughs> this has happened. You know this what? Has happened sip so it up. We, sip that's, up. That's the thing. When we mess up our words on this show, we sip it up. Sip it up. Yeah. All, all that at home. Cheers. Mm. That's a good tip. I'll remember ah. that. <laughs> usually what I do is, uh, usually I will use, when I, when I do readings, uh, I use uh, taking a drink of water to, like, end or change a subject. Okay. Um, you know, if I feel like I'm getting off track. So that's kind of... That's pretty useful. Um, but we've had uh, readings where someone will, will come to us and say, I've got this person in my life who also has the life experience that you have. Can I talk to you about it and pretty much ask what to do? That's happened to Lynn. Yep. You know, where, you know, we've had, he had someone whose child had just come out and the the parent was like what do i do mm -hmm. um and he gave uh advice um you know from his own experience you know i've we've had um people who have someone who is trans in their life or someone who's autistic i've had parents of autistic kids come to me and say what do i do mm -hmm. how do i help my kid um, and I'm always glad to say, you know, this is this is what worked for me. Um, you know, your kid might be different. Um, you know, your kid's experience is going to be individual. But this is what I've lived with. This is how I, what I experienced growing up. And, you know, I think, especially for my title, I want people to see me as an autistic adult that I'm happy that I'm happy, I have friends, I have a job that I love, I have a relationship. Um, especially for my title, there is a lot of fear-mongering in mm -hmm. the media of, that we're miserable. 
And yeah, it's a tough life. It's a tough life to be autistic. Um, the world's not made for us. So um, I want people to see that I can, that we can be happy and successful. That's my mission as a book. <laughs> like I said, when I first came upon the Human Library, it was on the Water Street Mall. You guys were at yeah, the River. We were, we were at uh, Riverfront Playhouse. Yeah. And um, I was walking, my, my kids were itty bitty, they were in strollers, but I had my stepson with me. Um, and I, he was like, yeah, let's let's do a book. And he picked Teal's title, um, He because he, he had known some kids who were kind of labeled autistic at school, but he didn't understand what that meant or how to interact with them. And like, he really enjoyed the conversation with Teal. And I think that gave him just a better understanding of that these are people too. Like, because yeah. I mean, it's like, and how you can maybe understand it on a deeper level so yeah. you can navigate it. That was really helpful to me. Yeah, the, um, uh, you know, the whole, it's the whole judgment thing mm -hmm. uh, that has over the years kind of started to bother me a little bit more than it, than it really did. It always bothered me. Uh, and I've, I've always been a person who, just like bullies, mm -hmm. but I think that over the years, as different things have happened, like for example, I'm old enough to remember when there was no Autism Awareness Month. I can remember when there was no Asian Pacific Islander Month, right? Mm -hmm. And I think that like now, it's kind of made me upset that all of this is a new awakening. Mm -hmm. But all these people were here for the long, I mean, there were people who were on the autism spectrum in the 50s, mm -hmm. perhaps not diagnosed properly. Right. Mm -hmm. There were people who were struggling with um, uh, LGBT, uh, LGBTQ issues mm -hmm. in the 40s and 50s. But society's definition of those people has always been negative. Mm -hmm. and, 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 it, and as happy as I am to see the new changes that are made, it just kind of bothers me that people have had to sit and just act like they're invisible for so long. And now it's to the point where the people, when, when people do or find the ability to come out and say, hey, I've been feeling like this. I'm a member of this community. Then you got people asking, well, why do they matter? You know, it's, yeah. it's, it's like with the advances in technology, it still doesn't seem like the human has progressed in many ways and at all. Yeah. And that's 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 unfortunate. That's yeah. very unfortunate. Yeah, we get I get a lot of that because um, you know, I spend way too much time on the internet and people are like, Well, I didn't where was all this is all new to me. Like where's this you know, we weren't the, the epidemic arguments, you know, this this autism epidemic of, right. you know, well, this, it wasn't like this in my day, you know. Yeah, people like me were shoved in institutions right. or labeled slow. Right. Like, we've always been here, Absolutely. sweetheart. And we have a lot more titles than are represented here. Um, like, uh, one of our good friends, Saima, she couldn't make it today. She fell ill last night, just a you know, cold or who knows. But... Um, but yeah, she wanted to be here today, but she is a liberated Muslim woman, woman, yeah. 
and she's a fascinating read because um, the Muslim, like just a Muslim woman, and she has the the, the she, hijab. She, she is a hijabi. She and um, but yeah, but so so many people like, oh, you're being oppressed. No, for her, that is her culture, and I mean, she can tell you her story better than I can. Yeah. Um, but yeah, she's super fascinating yeah. to watch. I, and and I then Hillary, a lot from her. Hillary. I mean, she's got multiple titles. Oh my gosh, she's so funny. Saima and Hillary are the other yeah. two members, right? Well, there's there's well, oh, there's, there's, there's more, more, but okay. those are those it's, it's are, a library. So. It's a library, but I mean, those are the most active. That are coming to mind yeah. at the what moment. What kind of book only has? What kind of library has five books? I know, right? Yeah. And like I said, we're always looking for more and, books and more yeah. titles. And of course, my partner yeah. Ash is Ash. one of the newish books mm-hmm. of the last couple of years. Yeah. Um, and I, I've been actually looking for an opportunity to tell this, but actually, um, the Human Library actually brought myself and my partner together. Mm-hmm. Um, um, so we met. We met at our church, which our church is also one of the big uh, Unitarian Universal Society of Geneva, which is also one of the big sponsors for uh, for the Human Library. Unit, what's the name? Unitarian Universalist Society of Geneva. Okay. Um, and um, so we we knew each other through there, but she showed up to a uh, to a Human Library event kind of accidentally. Um, she wasn't intending. We just happened to be there at the same time. And um, as I'm wont to do, I pulled her in and said, hey, you want to come and help sit at the desk? And, um, well, uh, she told me her story eventually because she felt like we were a safe place. And um, And I said, you know, let me help you with that. Let me... Uh, I'm I'm gonna let her tell her own story. Sure. You have to sure. come to a human library event that she's at. Uh, but essentially, um, we got close, and then we started dating, and now she and I are engaged. And I have the human library to thank for that. Um, and I'm not books and books and readers. Uh, I think there was one a few a while back that a book and a reader got together. Not a not a not a typical thing, but it's just it's just a beautiful example of what the human library can be mm-hmm. and how safe it can be. And like to your to your point, I mean, it just read even reading a book in the human library can allow you to have the confidence to tell your own story. Yeah, and yeah. get comfortable with that. Yeah. And that's pretty much what happened. Is that you know she felt like I was a safe person that we were all safe people, and she told me her story, mm-hmm. and um, you know she's living her truth. Um, so my next question is, are there any books that you're looking out for? Any, any books that you're looking at the collection like, we need a book about, or we're any looking to see all? if there's any, any books Any and about. all, that was what I was going to say. Okay. I mean, I don't want to like... <laughs> I know it's not, we're not judged. We're no, not judging, no. so we, we... But I mean, we're we're looking across the spectrum, like across the racial spectrum, across the, yeah. any kind of... Um, Anything, anyone who thing. is... Who is marginalized? Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, you know any traditionally marginalized group. Um, mm-hmm. You know yeah. anybody who feels um, in any way judged for an aspect of their personality or their life or yeah, or their life experience. Yeah, you know whether it's disability, um, queer status. Um, um, I can't imagine that anybody doesn't have enough of a story to be a book. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 
everybody's just having, gotta everybody's yeah. gotta be a book everybody's got a story you and just have to have the confidence to be able to tell it <laughs> right yeah all right time is 8 37 a.m um i have i've got some more stuff i'm gonna detail to you guys we'll take a um a quick break from our conversation with our friends of the human library of fox valley so i can tell you about the human drop-off day of uh, Good Morning Aurora. So check this out. Father's Day, in honor of Father's Day, from the 1st, which is tomorrow, to June 30th, Good Morning Aurora is one of many drop-off locations for toiletries for dad. So if dad uh, doesn't wear deodorant, <laughs> or he doesn't shave, doesn't brush his hair, he needs help, uh, drop off some toiletries here for dad. Uh, so here are the locations. Ourselves, Good Morning Aurora. We're at 5 East Downer Place, Sweet Tea, uh, right around the corner and up the little block from uh, 1 East Benson. State Farm, there's an office at 2003 Montgomery Road, Suite 101. That's a drop-off location. State Representative Barbara Hernandez's office uh, at 540 West Galena. That's another drop-off location. And Marie Wilkinson's Food Pantry. At 834 North Highland Avenue. That's your final location. Once again, that's from June 1st to the 30th. And Good Morning Aurora is open from 7 a.m. to 3 p.m. Uh, also, our friends of Diesel Arts won the Silver Telly Award. Mm. How about that? Uh, so the Aurora Unity Mural that was produced last year um, won the Silver Award in Social Video General Documentary category. The mural was completed in September of 2021 with assistance from about 45 community volunteers. The mural design combines a quilt analogy to show that Aurora is a city of many people and cultures combined together. It also takes elements of Art Nouveau, Prairie style, and Art Deco architecture from downtown Aurora, such as seen on the Mayan and Keystone buildings. The mural was selected by Aurora Downtown for the downtown nonprofit publicized an RFP for an Eastside Gateway mural. Now, this is the mural that's on the side of Mancook Restaurant mm -hmm. on Galena, uh, if you guys are familiar. All right, next. Let me, uh, y'all can hear the news. That boy really got news. So we talked about this before the mic came on. Elvis. Remember him? Anybody remember Elvis? Anybody? Personally? Really? Did you, did you do you know him personally? That was a joke. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, but check this out. An enormously popular Elvis tribute artist spectacular returns. Three ultimate Elvis tribute artists are going to be on one stage, one night only, except, uh, Saturday, June 18th. And this will be at the Paramount. Elvis tribute artist spectacular returns, starring Sean Clush, Cody Ray Slaughter. Cooler name than Elvis, actually. I would have just put with that. Cody Ray Slaughter, uh, Dean Z, and with special guest the Blackwood Quartet. The Elvis Tribute Artist Spectacular is a concert celebrating the music of Elvis Presley, era by era. The concert begins with the early rockabilly years, then moves to the military years, the movie years, the 68 comeback special in black leather, and the show closes with the Las Vegas and concert years. Uh, Sean Kloosh. Um, Elvis Presley Enterprises named Sean the first ever ultimate Elvis tribute artist. Wow. No small, no small measure there. Uh, he was also named the world's greatest Elvis by the BBC. Dang. Wow. That man's got some, uh, got some clout there. All backed he? up by the fabulous ambassador show band at Nashville Dreams. The time is 841. He's how old is he? 
Yeah, I that guy. Yeah, it doesn't say. It's got to be. Got to be a little. I mean, been around a minute. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <he's, laughs> that kind of quiet. Yeah, hot minute. Now that's a library book right there. He's the book. Uh, okay, the time is uh, eight forty-two. Ryan Johnson says, "Love me some Elvis." See, we got some Elvis love in the chat. Shout out to Elvis. I was telling the. Uh, I was telling our dear friends here on the show that uh, uh, Elvis Presley was a, he really made his mark mm-hmm. on American music history and culture. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Oh, you were just doing it? Okay. I, uh, I stim a lot. Oh. Um, that's part of being autistic is, um, is like a stim or a fidget. Um, I actually forgot my favorite stim toy, uh, my fidget cube. Okay. Um, highly recommend. Um, so you fit in well here. You, 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 you should come come back. You fit in I well would here. love to. I would love to. But yeah. Um, so I'm for anybody who can't see. I'm like cracking my knuckles. So the thing, and this is a little bit of a little bit of my book. Everybody stems. Everybody fidgets. Um, but autistics tend to stem or fidget bigger. Um, we need what what it's short for is self-stimulatory behavior. So it's a way to get sensory input um, that we don't get from our environment. Um, so, and it's also a way to focus and emotionally regulate. Mm-hmm. Um, so. Uh, so you're you're doing it right now, playing with a pen. I was actually looking. Yeah, call me out on camera. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, everybody's fidgets, but yep. autistics tend to have bigger stems because we're looking for more, and we get we get judged out. We get judged. We get called out for it. Um, you know, other people feel distracted by it, but it is a need that we have. So. Um, uh, so that's a way that we have to adapt to the rest of the world um, or suppress our needs. Um, um, so quick question. Now you mentioned the uh, Unitarian Universal Society of Geneva. Unitarian Universalist Society of Geneva. Universalist, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, are churches and place of worship and library is the ideal location for a human library? I mean, the well, ideal location is just anybody who wants to engage in these conversations. Yeah. The, um, uh, we could go to bars if we yeah. want to. Oh, my gosh. That would be I, that I'm would thinking be a good... McCarty Mills. Hey, Devin, let's there go. go. There we, that That'd would be a good idea. Yeah. I anywhere, email them about it. Devin. A lot of times it's anywhere where people are walking by, where it's a public um, event that people just are going to impulsively say, yeah, I got half an hour to kill. I'll read a book. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it changes their life. Yeah. Right. 100%. Maybe we can do one here. <laughs> yeah, let's go. Maybe we can do one here. Anytime. Yeah. Um, yeah. So just to give a little preview for the listeners and everything, um, Good Morning Aurora is going to start coming out and covering the farmer's market. Oh, that's right. Um, yeah. And I think that, that. Yeah. yep. And I think that what we can do on that particular day, see how it works logistically, but 
Because we're averaging about 30 minutes mm -hmm. for a book, right? That's what it seems uh, about. 30 minutes, hit the timer. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, it can go shorter if some yeah, of the I mean, if you run out, of, if you run out of things to talk to, mm -hmm. talk about, which doesn't often happen, mm -hmm. um, it's, you know, it's totally fine mm -hmm. to not okay. fill that last, like, five minutes. But usually people are saying, oh, I wish I had more time. Mm -hmm. Right. Oh, read another book you know, or go learn more go right. learn more we're just a starting point you know it, um yeah and at any given event whatever books we're able to make it to that thing we'll have a board of the titles and yeah. people can come and look at the titles and then like check out that particular title yeah um because you know the, the titles change just because the different people that are able to come right. to the yeah. event Okay, um, so really cool the universe, or uh, excuse me, uh, the Human Library started in Denmark mm -hmm. 20 years ago. Human Library Fox Valley started in 2016. Mm -hmm. Are there any plans to expand Human Library to new locations, new counties, and things like that? Well, I mean, that's with the, the international organization has libraries all over the place. Okay. Um, I know there's several in Chicago, or just yeah, there's a really Human Library, the, uh, the Human Library of Chicago. The the Fort Wayne uh, Human Library is very strong. Um, Fort Wayne, Indiana. Yes, Fort Wayne, Indiana. Uh, Muncie, Indiana has. Uh, Muncie. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah. and and then we'll have, we'll have like regional events. Like we went down to Indianapolis for a yeah. corporate event at Eli. Yeah, Lilly. that was that, that was, was uh, cool. that was definitely uh, really good. That was one where I really had to um, set aside my judgments and do my job mm -hmm. um because this was eli Lilly, mm -hmm. which is the company that um marks up insulin mm -hmm. to enormous enormous <gasps> prices that's right they do but they, mm -hmm. they were doing it in diversity and inclusion training. yeah they were this doing an in diversity and inclusion training so i had to set aside my judgments about the place where i was and the the company as a whole to to speak to individuals mm -hmm. um and that i learned so much and that was and if, that was actually where i got to meet ronnie yeah that yeah. was the we first got to time meet i had the founder at that event and yeah and i definitely learned so much from him about doing my job and staying focused mm -hmm. on the mission right. um yeah, so I mean, if there's any corporate entities out there that want to, you know, host a group like us, um, they can contact us through our website, but then we talk to International, and they kind of organize all of that yeah. in an official okay. capacity um, and invite us in. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, the like, I was just posting, I saw a post about the Human Library. You know, you posted it. I posted it, it yeah. She actually posted um, a meme about the Human Library, and I'm like, oh, did you know we have a local one, and I'm in charge of it, blah, blah, blah. Terry's like, what? <laughs> Tell me more. Yeah, yeah that upworthy thing that goes around every couple couple weeks, couple yeah. months, and we I, go I'd viral actually, all of a sudden. I had posted it um, some years ago, actually, and when I saw it again, I was like, yeah. Because I just thought it was a fascinating idea, and I had no idea it was anywhere in this country. Right. You know, because it yeah. states that it's in Denver. Denmark. And then, of course, you know, I've known Victoria for a few years, and then she's like, oh, I'm involved in this, and I was like, <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. How do I not know this? Well, when you mentioned Fort Wayne and Muncie, Indiana, yeah. I mean, I grew up next to Indiana, um, yeah. Hammond being the closest city, and like the further you would go into Indiana, the further you'd go back in time. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, that's what this is to hear that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that gives me hope about humanity. Yeah. Shout out to Indiana. Yeah, we got we we got some listeners. Um, starts with a P. Can't think of the town. Uh, Portage might be Portage. Um, we got some listeners out there, but I'm glad to hear that. Yeah, yeah. making inroads in society yeah. See, that makes me feel yeah. like maybe we can. Yeah, yeah. I would say I would say the Fort Wayne Depot is even stronger than we are, more okay. active mm-hmm. even than we are. I mean, we struggled with the pandemic and everything, but um, you know, Muncie, they're they're human. And again, these are these are my friends. These are people I've gotten to meet. Mm-hmm. I've gotten to spend time with and you know, these are these are the people that are so important to me just as people now because during the pandemic, what I had the opportunity to start with the online group and I was doing human events like twice a week, every single week and these were these were the people that got me through lockdown. Mm-hmm. I mean, this was, oh, you know, this is, I mean, I wouldn't have survived. I wouldn't have survived without the Human Library. Well, we're glad that the Human Library exists. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we are, uh, Maria shared the website in the chat for anybody who's interested, anybody who wants to take part. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's uh, I think it's great what you guys are doing. I do. I like expression. Mm-hmm. I believe that people need to, uh, you know, and I hate to use this word, but it's kind of a pur- I believe people need to purge themselves in a way of like all of what's in them and get it out. That's a good way to help um, kind of grow and heal. Um, what's your book, Curtis? Uh, my book got a lot of chapters in it. Or, you know, my book has a lot. Um, I've shared some of the stuff uh-huh. with my book on this show before. You know, I I have. Um, I don't know. I got an interesting book, though. <laughs> it's, uh, it's a hell of a book. But I actually had to tell some of my book to, um, I guess I'll give you guys a little bit of breaking news, maybe. Okay, yeah, I'll do it. I was proud to have been interviewed by uh, a great journalist from Naperville Magazine Mm -hmm. just last week. She asked me, like, a whole bunch of stuff. It was about Good Morning Aurora, but she asked me, like, you know, human library kind of stuff, Mm -hmm. right? Because as a good journalist knows... A person, if you, which I don't dodge questions, but she was like, well, wait a minute, you took me from here. How did we get to here? I was like, you know what? Don't trip. That's a, that's a whole other story. She was like, well, let's tell it. I was like, nah. <laughs> so I was kind of fighting it. Uh, but in, in the end, I, uh, I did tell it because it matters in the, in the history of, of Good Morning Aurora. Because this show actually has a lot of like, this is like 80s and 90s Curtis type of thing in the show. You know, it's it's kind of what we were just talking about. You know, I've seen a lot of ugliness and a lot of people being mean to other people and a lot of people trying to get women fired because they're pregnant and asking me, how can we get the person who has Down syndrome off the payroll? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, either. you know, I'm trying to give back. You know, so that's, that's all that's, that's all we in need. the library. We need a lot more, yeah. uh, a lot more disabilities, a lot more developmental disabilities kind of thing. Yeah. 
Um, so yeah, like that's a that's a call to action right there. Yeah. yeah. Um, the time is eight fifty three. Tracy Duran, good morning, Gams fan. Good morning to you, Tracy. Postway says every Sunday at Two Brothers Cars and Coffee Car Show. Oh, that sounds cool. Leo Zarco, very cool idea. Leo Zarco, I know he got a good book. Yeah, I know a he's a librarian. <laughs> he is a good guy. Uh, but hey, what would your library be? So much. I think um, I need to put it together, put all the ideas. But like you said, I feel like we all have our own book, right? We all have our own story, and which is why we should all be kind to each other because you don't know. Uh, Aspect of that is not letting the stories go gently into that good night, to quote, you know, John Donne. But um, we need to be able to share the stories, to pass them on, to help, keep helping people develop and understand that we don't need to live in isolation, that we can understand people that are different from ourselves. And, um, but yeah, we need to get those stories out. Yeah, I mean, good example is Lynn as a Vietnam Mm -hmm. vet. You know, those are... Those are rapidly dwindling. Yeah. Right. Yes, so and that, that group stories. of people is mm-hmm. rapidly dwindling. Yep. Yep. Just like the um, World War II service members and Korean service mm-hmm. members, yeah, and their stories are going away by the... Yeah. Like, I'm grateful that my grandfather told me stories of the Great Depression, and so at least I have those, you know, in my memory banks, and then I can tell those to my kids and right. keep going. And um, Well, the time is 8.55, so... Uh, Tio, since this is your first time joining us, we do something very cool on the show. Oh, besides yeah. fidgeting with our pens, <laughs> uh, we um, the we the show ends on a positive note. So all of our guests give a uh, word of the day, a message to the people of Aurora. I'm going to start with Victoria, then we're going to go to Terry, and we will end with you giving the message of the day. So the show ends on a positive note. Victoria, what's your message for people today? Oh, wait, hold on. Before we get oh. into that. Um, <laughs> right? That's just how I roll. That's how I roll. Author Spots is coming up next week. Yep. Website for Human Libraries in the chat. Mm-hmm. Is there a number or any other media that you I mean, I can be contacted through through the website. That's probably the best. Or we also have Facebook. We have a Facebook group, um, okay. just Human Library of the Fox Valley. Yeah, Facebook um, page. And then- Facebook page and can message me through that or the website. Um or just email we me. We gotta get some more social media. Yeah. We gotta get TikTok and all that oh, stuff. That's, that's, you know, gotta get the gram. You're in charge. You gotta do that. Yeah. Um, yeah, but the best um, place to go is the website. I'm, I'm, I'm slowly fixing that and okay. updating it. But but the contact information is is um, legit. Okay. So um, that would be so that's for volunteers, for books, for just people interested in, in having us at an event. I mean, any point of contact, um, the website's the place to go. Okay. And your message. Unjudge someone. <laughs> we all have stories, and I mean, I'm a writer, so I'm always talking about stories. But that is the most important thing: is that you do not come to understanding unless you're able to really sit down and talk to people and learn who they are, and not be, oh, they're that kind of person, right? Um, and have your preconceived notions. I mean, that was been so fascinating to me, just being a part of it. Um, but yeah, I just we want we want more books, we want more people, we want more conversations. And I think that will help change the world in a positive way. And uh, and especially in this area, this is our local little hot spot. Yep. So um, anywhere up and down the Fox Valley and, you know, around the region, we're welcome to go. So. Eric, what's your message? So I think, and I feel like it's human nature because I'm a human and I do it. So I think it is, you know, our our immediate 
response to anyone or any situation is going to pop up a judgment. Right. And then we have to, well, for me, I go with my second mind, you know, because I, I actively go, okay, now I don't know anything about this. And usually the answer to everything and everybody is, it's complicated. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so well said. To keep Quite that well mind. said. Yep. Deal. It's on you. Well, some, somebody's going to have to remind me who I'm quoting here, but uh, I am reminded of a, of, a, of a quote. We need not think alike to love alike. And I think that is the, the underlying ethos of the human library. We need not think alike to love alike. I like that. I like that. We need not think alike to love alike. And he dropped the mic right there. Holy cow, what am I going to even say now? Uh, we out of here. <laughs> and scene. Um, so what we will do is, if we can find anybody interested in uh, having the library perform or show up, we'll let you guys know. Other than that, Victoria, you and I will stay in contact because uh, Good Morning Aurora will be happy to potentially host you guys That's and see what we can do, uh, mm -hmm. make a scene out of it. Um, so the time is 8.58. It's Thursday. Or see, it's Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> Just jumped up. Wow. Um, have a good day out there, ladies and gentlemen. Get to know the human library of the Fox Valley, uh, friends of ours here. And uh, we will see you guys back tomorrow for another episode of Buenos Dias Aurora. We've got great interviews coming up the rest of this week. Tune in next week to Author Spots. Uh, take care of yourself and each other. <laughs>